Welcome to the Nom Syndicate Podcast, where we talk about food and shit. My name is Frank, and this is my brother from another mother, Quincy. Yeah. All right. So the most beautiful and confusing aspect of food or cooking as a storytelling medium is that every single person's relationship with the kitchen is unique. Just think about all these people that have fancy kitchens and they don't even cook. I've got a lot of well-to-do friends that have really nice houses and, uh, you know, they've got these baller kitchens that I wish I could have and I wish I had access to, but, uh, yeah, they've got them and they don't even do anything. They're kind of like that that room in the house that just collects mail. Mm-hmm, and dust. Oh, yeah. A lot of dust. <laughs> Let's talk about that. There's like no kitchen utensils. It's just like the, the least used room in the house. Yeah. There's just like random Amazon packages sitting on the counters and shit. That's pretty much... Uh, uh, like how some people interact with their kitchen. Anyway, ranting about unused kitchens could be its own episode, and maybe it will be. But for now, uh, let's take some time to discuss how Quincy and I got into cooking and give a little insight as to what our relationship with food in general is. So with that in mind, that's how we're going to start uh, this whole thing off. You know, if, if you were nice enough to listen to the introduction uh, podcast like announcement which is episode zero 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 and uh it's it's kind of giving everybody a heads up about what this is going to be about but this is the first episode so we kind of really need a good starting point so you know what better way than to go back and kind of tell the backstory of how we got into uh food in general Mm -hmm. so goku got an origin story we need one i know everybody's got to have an origin (laughs) story man that's that's what lets everybody know what's up so uh you know just as a starting point of of getting into this Let's let's focus on like what are your earliest memories associated with being in the kitchen? Uh man, making pancakes. Pancakes, pancakes was the first, the first dish. was the first dish for okay. me. Yeah, yeah. My mom always cooked, but like pancakes was the first thing I I learned how to cook myself that I actually cooked. Okay. You know what I mean? Like got to mess with the stove. And that's like it, but like do you did you have even any memories of being in a kitchen before actually cooking? Uh <laughs> Not really. Not really. It, just, no. it clicks Man, in. Cause, cause I, I, I'm trying to think. Cause when I was younger, like younger, younger, it was like my mom and them be cooking, but I'm just busy doing everything. I was always drawing or something. Right. So it's like, I wasn't in the kitchen like that, but, and, and we had a lot of banquet meals. It's like every once in a while we get some like good fried chicken or something. My okay. mom would get in the kitchen with my dad. But it's like, man, we was pop. My mom was popping off them banquet meals because they worked all the time. So you didn't give a shit about a kitchen until you were using yeah, it. Yeah, until I was using it, I didn't care. Okay, like they was cooking. We was getting, we was getting that uh, banquet meal, the lasagna, yeah, or that damn Salisbury steak. Oh, I can't even look at Salisbury oh, steak yeah, now. A, I ate it forever. Yeah, that's a Save that's that a bad. little gravy. Make a sandwich. Okay, get out of here. You're just done with it. It's over. <laughs> I can, yeah. I can feel that like uh did you uh what was the allure of why you wanted to start using the kitchen or was it just like i'm hungry i want to eat some food well i think art put me in the kitchen because i yeah. just like creating stuff and i like watching people eat my food and was like damn that's good you know what i mean just the little satisfaction of watching people like dig into something and like damn boy you out here killing it you yeah ab- absolutely <laughs> i think uh I'm trying to remember what the first uh, uh, intro to the kitchen I had. I remember being around kitchens growing up mm-hmm. and like like my family, like my parents didn't really cook a whole lot. My dad would do pancakes and stuff like yeah. that. Like they'd be like on the weekends when nobody was, was working. Yeah, breakfast was like legit. So we would do that and that was cool. But like I bet pancakes was probably a, a pretty good introductory I think we did that too. My dad made pancakes a lot. And I, I remember, you know, when your parents are doing something like, man, I want to try that. Let me mm-hmm. see what's going on. But a lot of my cooking stuff came from, like, my grandma cooked more. So we would go, uh, we had this weird situation that, like, on our birthdays, we'd go stay with our grandparents. Yeah. Like, we'd go stay with grandma and grandpa for a week on our birthdays. Mm. It was cool. Like, all the grandkids. Like, yeah. that was what was going on. It was like, is your birthday weekend. You're going to go hang out at grandma and grandpa's. So you go over there and do what we want. Yeah. Well, you'd think so, except my grandpa was a hard ass, man. Yeah. He, so, like, when he was at work, you could do what you wanted because mm-hmm. grandma was cool. But, like, when he came home, it was like, everybody chill. Yeah. Grandpa's home. He's going to make you do some shit. <laughs> you're going to have to go take care. Of, you're going to have to bail hay or do yeah, something yeah. hard. Um, but, yeah, she was always cooking all the time, too. Um, and it was like those traditional, like, old school. Like, she went to school for, like, uh, Stuff I don't think you can go to school for anymore. Like yeah. back then, like when like school was paid out of pocket, you didn't get student loans or anything like yeah. that. But she went to school for like like 
you know how like in school you could take home ec? Mm-hmm. You could major in home ec at college at one point. So like she learned everything. That's tight. So she was like cooking. She knew how to sew. Yeah. She, like she knew like everything. Well, back then it was like you needed to know that stuff. Right. You need to make some pants up in this month. Right. But like <laughs> she had like a degree in it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like so so they would have like these like groups that she would host and yeah. all the stuff. The like pattern she, in them pleats. My grandma was a badass. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so they, they there was just like that's that's where I would see a lot of cooking. But it was like. Um, it was old school, like Betty Crocker recipe type yeah, things. And, yeah, you know, yeah. like, uh, it was kind of, I don't know, cooking in a, it gets a little, a little weird. Cause a lot of people cook, but they don't actually make anything. They just combine things. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not really cooked in your kitchen, but it's assembled in your kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like, feel you. You know, like a lot of people make chili and stuff. It's really, you just open five yeah, cans and put it in a pot. stuff together. Yeah. It's no different. It's already than, together. You just... <laughs> Yeah, you're just assembling. It's a transformer, it's it, a Power Ranger. Exactly. You're getting a, you're doing like mac and cheese in a box or something, yeah. but you're not like making a roux and doing it from scratch. Yeah. And so like a lot of ki- cooking was like that, and then I think I, uh, I kind of really, I thought, I thought the kitchen was cool. Like mm-hmm. for me, I think the same thing you're talking about, like with it being like a creative thing, like is art, uh, because the creative process in the kitchen is really cool because you, uh, you can experiment with a lot of things. And at the end of it, you get to eat it, yeah. which is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was that was cool. I mean, like the kitchen. I feel like people take to a couple different rooms in the house. Like I knew friends that got really into the, like the garage and the workshop mm-hmm. and wanting to work on like tinkering with engines and stuff. Yeah. I didn't care about any of that. Mm-mm. I did. I didn't get into the garage, but uh, wish that, that yeah, it kind of <laughs> help out, right? Yeah. At time, it, it'd be useful. I know. I go to the auto mechanic now, and something's wrong with like my car, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Tell them I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking no, about." No. Like I'm just gonna tell you whether I'm about I can to air afford- these tires and put this gas in. Homie, yeah, you'd fix it. There we go. There we go. But yeah, the, the kitchen was like it. It's the only room in your house that's kind of like a lab. Like mm-hmm. it's, you can you're doing weird stuff. You're doing sciencey shit all day long in that yeah. kitchen. And like when you're little, it's cool. It's like okay, you've got you can you can use heat in all these different yeah, ways. Yeah. You got I'm like creating up in this much. Yeah, you science. got you got you got some weird shit going yeah. on in here. And then you start going, you get different ingredients, and you know the allure of you know combining a bunch of weird shit that sometimes turns out sometimes turns real nasty like you know yeah (laughs) you're just gonna keep trying I've had that a lot (laughs) oh yeah man it's it's a trial and error like anybody that thinks you just started out and you're doing great and uh you're just good in the kitchen like from day one uh yeah that's not how it goes Mm. and I do have some I I, I just remember something yeah what do you got man Man, dusting off the neurons yeah I did like we'd have big dinners at my aunt's house or my aunt's house they had big gatherings over there all the time so they would uh my big memory of a kitchen with them was catfish they would like they was all old and they all like went fishing all all the time but they would catch like crazy amounts of catfish like big catfish and they would all like scary things that people pull out big catfish all right and they would take they would all be in the garage after they caught them They'd be in the garage cleaning them. Like, all the old women would be in there cleaning them. And I specifically remember them beating the hell out of them catfish with a hammer. Oh, like in the head, head. knock them out. Oh, my God. I was like, why am I watching this? I'm in, like, elementary school watching them beat these catfish to death and then, like, clean them and stuff. But then they'd have these big fish fries, man. And we was all up in there, and it was was the uh, business. But it was crazy watching it that's awesome <laughs> i'm like how i cannot clean a fish that's one thing i can't do like when it's live now let that boy be it? dead hey i tried to <laughs> tried to clean a fish once my friend caught me a whole bunch of these little fish and i was like how you clean them and he showed me and he just like grabbed it and chopped the head off i'm like how like i hate feeling it twitch yeah i'm like nah 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 nah, nah. hey man <laughs> it's weird man there, there's this like thing that uh i've heard somebody says like uh a buddy of mine was like, yeah, man, if we had to hunt food, there'd be a lot more vegetarians. Yeah. Like, they'd be like, uh-uh. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind if it's dead. I wouldn't mind. You just don't I, want to be involved in I the last part. Well, it's, it's, I don't mind, because I've, I've, I ain't hunted before, but I've hunted. Like, I mm-hmm. went with a friend and hunted, and uh, I caught, I think I caught a coon, mm-hmm. and I've skinned and cooked a coon before, but I don't mind doing all the, the, the gut the and all that. And I don't mind that. It's when it's, the fish, you almost always 
holding it in your hand to, yeah, to you kill gotta be, it. You, gotta be you know involved. what I'm saying? That's the weird thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't feel him all irking and jerking, man. Right. I gotta, no, you gotta be dead when I'm handling you. <laughs> so, so if, if, if it was, yeah, if it was, if it was shot and it was already dead, no yeah, problem. Yeah, ain't no problem. I don't, I don't, I don't get weird with that, but it's the whole, you, you can't be moving, homie. You yeah. can't be moving, I'm not trying homie. to hold you and <laughs> no, kill you in yeah, my bare hands. Yeah. I'm like holding him down. He's like, please, <laughs> stop, sir. Yep. I'm I, like, my bad, I gotta eat. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. I can understand that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, well, that's cool. Yeah, we did. Uh, I can honestly say in the uh, in the whitest kitchens that I grew up in, there was very little uh, catfish going on. Mm-hmm. I didn't discover that stuff till later. Yeah, yeah, catfish that's fantastic. The business, it's man. so good. But yeah. yeah, we didn't. We didn't. Fish wasn't really like a, a staple in any of the the kitchens growing mm-hmm. up. I don't think fish really got. There's tons of ground beef. There's like beef and chicken and that's kind of like your common stuff that we really didn't even do pork my grandpa uh he didn't really do chicken yeah yeah he worked at like hey man he he would hold on to these things it's real weird but like when he was younger he i guess he i don't know the whole i can't remember the whole story but there was something going on with the chicken coop they had to deal with mm-hmm. and like he just there was something about chickens he couldn't get behind anymore, yeah. so he wouldn't eat chickens. Hey, some people work on farms. They, like, see how chickens live or see how pigs live, and they like, I can't eat that. Yeah. I don't be caring. I'll go to them. I'll be like, damn, they just wallowing in that, huh? Yeah. Well, I guess I got to clean him extra. <laughs> yeah. Right. They, uh, But, yeah, he, he had something against, like, something with chickens that, that freaked him out, so mm-hmm. he wouldn't he wouldn't do it. But, like, the funny thing was, is, like, my family would be like, we'd have chickens sometimes, and then they wouldn't even tell him. Yeah. And he'd eat it and he'd like it. But if you told him it was chicken, mm-hmm. he'd be like, eh, he'd be like all grossed out oh, by it. It's got to be in a stew, like broke down. Where right. You, you can tell it. him it was pork, though. Yeah. And he'd eat it. And I'm like, if you think that's pork, though, you're. Yeah, something wrong confused. with your taste buds. Yeah. Or something wrong with your texture buds. What yeah, was that? Because that, that's not the same. <laughs> but yeah, he, uh, yeah, it, it was just, it was really interesting. Mm. But yeah, so, so cooking for you came out of necessity of just like wanting to create stuff and, yeah, and man. eat. Got, got to. I got like, and wanting to. Hosting. Impress people, I guess. Right. Because yeah. my I, I started off cooking breakfast a lot. Like people, like Terrence, my my brother in law, they'd be like, "Hey, I'm going to Quincy's for breakfast," and then right. we go wherever else. Like I'm over there, pancaking it up, eggs, bacon. Like I made always made big breakfasts, and uh, but that's where I really started. Like okay, people liking what I'm cooking, right? You know what I mean? That's how. That's to me how I got started. It was like, man, people liking this. I can do more, and then it made me want to learn more. And then, right. then I got from the kitchen to the grill. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it that's, was like that's a, a, it was a good transition, I guess. Yeah, that's that's always a good step because I mean, like some people they they start at the grill and then they come in, mm-hmm. or some people just stop at the grill. That's always the thing. Like some people will learn the grill, and like I know a lot of people that they'll grill food, but they're like they don't consider it cooking because if yeah. you talk about kitchen work, they're like, nah. It, like, to me, to me, grilling is way harder than. Than being in the kitchen, I feel like the kitchen stuff is easier. To me, I guess it depends on what's going on in the kitchen. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if you just frying stuff or like pan searing stuff, that ain't too bad. I mean, it's, it can be technical, right? But like grilling, you really got to watch that joint. You yeah. know what I mean? You gotta you gotta manage coals. You got it's, it's yeah, a lot heat, more to manage. Yeah, you're you gotta management. watch it. You got that indirect. You got the direct. Yeah. You got you got all these different things to look it's out. Way for. more technical to me. I think you're right. But I think in the, the kitchens are just like intimidating because I think there's just so many different tools and things you can do. Yeah. But I don't know. I think people just get intimidated by by kitchens just because like or cooking in general just maybe because they haven't done it. Like yeah. you do it. I mean, like be okay with messing up a few times and then mm-hmm. you get the hang of it. You just got to do it enough. Yeah. Man, I, I've messed up tons of things. Mm-hmm. Tons of things. <laughs> yeah, man. Like I got a lot of. You go to my Instagram. It's full of food pictures and stuff now. But like. When I was younger, I was making all sorts of mistakes. Yeah. And then the thing is, like, you eat it yourself. But the cool thing is, with the hospitality part, like, yeah, that's that's a, that is kind of a nice draw because, I mean, there's there's very few things that you can create that people just immediately get to enjoy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You, you get to try something cool in the kitchen, and then, like, they get to try it within, like, however much time, but it's a pretty small time frame, mm-hmm. like, other than you're, like doing a drawing or yeah. you're like you're making you're making some music you yeah. know, there's like a whole lot of processes that go mm-hmm. into that before like it gets to be enjoyed yeah, there's an immediate satisfaction to yeah it. It, it's great and everybody gets to enjoy it and that, that's fun um that's always been a, a really good uh draw for me as well like the hospitality aspect yeah. and i like now that you know with the the 
popularity of like cooking shows and culture over the last like decade or so like people want to be involved in like it used to be you go to a dinner party like back in the day yeah. and like there better be food on the table ready yeah. to eat and the was only that time- a thing with your family like having big like any of that ever go down it made you want to do the hospitality kind of thing I don't know. Like dinner like, parties kind of thing. The thing was is that my, like, so when my family would have something going down, for whatever reason, they would just have, like, either my grandma would be doing it or my aunt would be doing this, and they would make all this food and it would just be ready. So when you showed up, you just ate, mm-hmm. right? And that, to me, that's a little weird because, like, for me, the whole point of, like, having somebody, else, like, you're going over to somebody's house for dinner, like, it's fun to be involved in the cooking process. Yeah, like, yeah. I think that that's, like, more of the social aspect I think that that's more of the entertainment aspect of of cooking in general is the mm-hmm. process. The process is more is like just as important to me as the eating part. Yeah, yeah. Like the eating part's like the reward for everything. But the, people get there and they don't even have the work, so they just like sit there and just eat it. Yeah. And then like they All don't right, know what, they've got. Yeah, they've got no connection to it. It's no different than going to a restaurant. Yeah. So like when you're there and you can be helping, like somebody's like, "Hey man, you want to help me do this?" Mm-hmm. And then they're like, uh, "I don't know," and then you just walk them through it. Yeah. And then everybody has everybody has some skin in the game in terms of like what's going on, mm-hmm. and it's just a good medium for conversation, right? Like you can sit there and you can chat with some people. You you're talking about different stuff. You're socializing. You're having yeah. fun. Like that's where it's cool. If you're just sitting down, everybody's just eating. Like I don't know. That's not as fun to me. Yeah, our families we had like. Both sides were different. It's like one side, we'd always be there early enough to watch the cooking on my mom's side and my dad's side. But my mom's side, they were always on time with their food. <laughs> Burping. Heck yeah. <laughs> they, they was always on time, but like if they said they was eating at a certain time, they was eating at that time, right. usually. And uh, But you can get there early enough, help cook, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. help bread, fish, whatever. Whatever they was cooking, we could right. watch them cook it, whatever. But my dad's side... Which is where I got the grilling stuff, that that whole aspect of fun and watching people on the grill and chilling by the grill. That came with my with my dad's side, with my uncle. Right. So we'd be over there and we knew food wasn't gonna be ready. So <laughs> it's like, like, they'd be like let's, let's come over at four. We're like, all right, we're gonna eat at four. We get there. They ain't even seasoned meat yet. Like <laughs> that stuff ain't done. They was always it like grilling and my aunt would be making spaghetti and fish. Like mm-hmm. that was always the thing. It was like we was eating brats and like uh pork chops and stuff off the grill and then or burgers or whatever off the grill. My aunt would be in there making fried fish and, and spaghetti. Like that was that's always a combination. So we get there and they're like, all right, let's go, let's go buy some food. <laughs> it's like what? We wasn't eating until like nine, ten o'clock. So it's like a it's like a concert. You show up at the door's yeah. open at this time, but yeah. we aren't doing anything. Oh, we just there chilling. We just that's there chilling. Fine. But it was fun. But you know, we really watching the process then. It's like you there from beginning to end, but it's the whole it's the whole aspect of just us being there as family and like enjoying, you know, the camaraderie of cooking and just being around each other. We over there cracking jokes and everything. So that's where I kind of, I mean, you've been the one. It's like we just be there chilling and having fun until it's time yeah. to eat. I mean, but that, that to me <laughs> is more after. fun. Yeah. Cause yeah, if you're, you're there for, it's about the experience more than it is just about like coming over for a meal. It's not a mm-hmm. restaurant. You're coming over for, for doing everything. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the trying to part. kick it. It's yeah, a kick man. it. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on. There's things happening, and then mm-hmm. you gotta, you know, anybody that when you set up a, uh, when you host and you do it so much, like you kind of get into this this the pattern. Like, so we'll have a, like if we have one of those situations where people come over and we're cooking all day. Like we have different things staged for like yeah. people that are eating throughout the whole time. So you got stuff that you put on that comes off first. And, mm-hmm. You know, there's there's chef snacks. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean, like. You got to have the things that you're you're doing that nobody else is going to get access yeah, yeah. to. And if you're helping, you get access to that stuff. That's mm-hmm. really cool. That's us with brats. It's like we'll be doing a whole bunch of stuff on the grill, and then we always got brats. And whoever, it's usually the men out there with the grill, but it's like me, my brother-in-law, my brother, we out there, and we we take, that's what we got from my uncle, too. It's like mm-hmm. if you out there with the grill, you get a brat right off the grill. Like that's our snack. Why we cooking? Oh, yeah. So you get all had a snack. A, a good very, traditions, uh, man. You guys had an interesting uh, grilling. uh, It was like an apprenticeship situation. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can't pass them tongs on it. It's just anybody. You know what I mean? Like, after he passed, my brother-in-law became that dude that brought family together Mm -hmm. and was doing the big... I got to quit tapping this table, but (laughs) he (laughs) he brought the family together and was like, you know, 
this we we gonna keep this grilling thing going and this you know family together right and then i i slowly started doing it and then i became that that same thing so it's like it's either me we going over his house and grilling and only me and him touching his grill mm-hmm. or we coming to my house and grilling and only me and him is touching my grill it's like everybody can't touch the grill yeah, that's, so what, on, what that's happens, only certain people what happens if somebody starts approaching oh, the grill oh, no, you guys we, rip, we, we, we rip them apart <laughs> what are you doing get out of here dude you ain't you ain't my little brother he ain't earned it yet he ain't earned it yet. He, he be trying to get goes. it on yeah he tried to get on it but nah homie you ain't earned it you, he's you gotta, trying you gotta yeah now I, I, I give him that he trying but nah you ain't you ain't made it there yet not yeah. to touch my grill there, there's no uh there's no lack of spirit in, yeah. in him he's 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 definitely putting it forward coming at it oh he's, yeah he's he's trying yeah he's gonna... he trying but it's it's you got you got to earn them wings man we until you didn't until you haven't dropped the ball like i don't drop the ball when i get on the grill right you know what i mean my brother-in-law he don't drop the ball when he get on the grill we know you know what i mean but right if you didn't if you didn't came to my house and you didn't drop the ball on some meals we ain't trusting you yet. Right, <laughs> you right. Know what I'm saying we can't. We can't. We can't. So what? What would be dropping the ball? Just drying out that meat, not oh, hitting deadlines. Oh, man. What, what's a, what's a ball drop situation? Oh, definitely drying out some meat. Especially okay. Now we ain't gotta watch you cook, but okay. Say you're having a pitch in. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You you like okay? I'm gonna bring this. And you bring it and it ain't hitting right. Uh, oh, you, that's that's a ball drop. So we yeah. know when you get when you at home grilling, it's gonna be whack. Yeah, you, you got some I mean? inconsistencies. You t- yeah. Like my old brother made this. We 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 get at him all the time about this brisket. But the first time he he cooked for us, well, he didn't cook for us, but it was a pitch in. Yeah, and he brought a brisket. Okay. Oh man, I brought some ribs. That's a bold. Uh, that's a bold <laughs> yeah. carry in, man. And a brisket's a, a commitment. Listen, man, it was a small brisket too. Mm. So he didn't tr- either. Either he bought it small, or he trimmed way too much fat off of it. Wait, was it just like a flat, like the part? Y- yeah. So he didn't have the whole thing. It didn't he didn't have had the whole thing. It was like, uh, it was like the size of a piece of paper. Like, oh, it was like an eight by eleven. Yeah, it was small. Okay, and he was, but it, it wasn't thick either. Oh no! So I'm like, you trimmed everything off of this, <laughs> man. <laughs> like, he probably bought the poor thing at like Payless, probably, and then when they were on sale, and they're hard as a rock. When when he told me he was bringing, it, I was like, all right. But then he told me how long he cooked it for. I was like, oh, that's about to be jerky. How like, long did he cook it? Man, he had it in there for like. He said he started it the night before. And <laughs> like it was, that thing had to be cooking for like twelve. 14 hours that something little like piece that. of meat a little piece of meat i was gonna say you got it a was big, horrible you got he a was 20 like, pound was like, brisket he tried to blame it on the fat, fact that it sat in the house too long no. i'm like no homie, no, 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 no i was no, like no, i got ribs that's been sitting in here waiting for us to eat that i brought from my house so i drove the nap yeah you know no, what no, i mean no, 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 no. no these mugs are still juicy and tender oh and, my lord man, your brisket is jerky yeah now, is but I, we mess with me like it had good flavor that'd have been some real good jerky <laughs> but listen <laughs> homie as a brisket we i'm not i can't even chew it it's some built on oh it was a belt give oh, me a good, just tie them together it's a belt now that's rough but you drop the ball you know what i'm saying you can't drop the ball a brisket's a tricky thing man and like i mean you're gonna do a 14 hour cook on something you better yeah, have a 20 yeah. pound brisket he, in there he'd be like I, I make this cheesecake or something he made <laughs> like a pineapple cheesecake or something oh uh, he, he was like i gotta bring it over there and finish it this mm-hmm. was at my pop's house <laughs> he brought it and put it in the oven it, it was he added too much of something it was runny i was oh, like soup. oh boy you just keep dropping the ball we uh, can't trust you you can't trust trust you as a cook yet i get you putting putting your best foot forward but we can't trust you yet. Homie. you're ambitious yeah but you're you ain't ambitious delivering. and i don't mind it i mean i'm gonna give you your due when you get it yeah you know we that's one thing but you just gotta expect some we gonna be we gonna be killing you when it no, <laughs> like when you bring some we gonna be talking about it that's just what we do even though we ain't, we ain't meaning it as a mean thing but that's what our family do. So he, if, he, uh, if I was to drop the ball, they'd be killed. One day when I first started cooking, I tried to cook for my brother. This is when I first moved out on my own, and uh, I fried some chicken. I was good, but my brother called my chicken light skin because it wasn't like when I fried it. It wasn't like the breading didn't get dark. I was like, "Why?" He said, "Man, you over here with this light skin chicken? <laughs> they killing me." Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like you gotta, you just gotta take the jokes and well, take yes. the critiques with it. You don't want anybody pulling punches, man. No, Nobody pays man, favorites. No. If, it, if you drop the ball, you drop. Yeah, the ball. I ain't gonna tell you it's good if it ain't good because you ain't gonna learn nothing from it, especially if you try to do that see that's that food stuff man you can't you can't over promise and under deliver ever mm-hmm. you always gotta you gotta be either right on point or you can 
under-promise and then yeah. over-deliver, but you never, you can't sell it. It's not a car. You can't like be a used. You can't do the used car salesmanship. <laughs> no, you're not trying to put lipstick on this. If it's no, bad, man, everybody's gonna know it's, it's bad. If it's bad, it's bad, and people gonna let. At least in my family, we gonna you're be gonna like, know. "Hey, we ain't even touching that." Yeah, I mean, you gave me that one. So like the first time I came over, and I actually brought. I've been to cookouts before, but I never brought anything. Yeah, and then I came over, and you gave me that warning. You were like, "Hey, man." Yeah. If nobody touches those sides, it's because what, yeah. wait, it's a you black say? thing. It's a black thing, man. We don't venture out too much. I was like, they, they, they try with me, yeah, because I, I, you know, I, I cook, cook, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like they're like, all right, Quincy can cook some. Let's try, it. but they like it. But yep. they, they, it's hard for they're them willing with me. To try it, you know what I mean? But listen, man, especially sides. People, hey, black people don't venture out. They got they, they got they things, and that's what they stick to. That's so. So funny. it's like you brought some some fancy stuff. They like hold up. Now they loved it though. That it, was the it, thing. It they was killing it. But you gave me that time. But yeah, my brother, he was like, hey, I'm gonna let you know. <laughs> yeah, they, they came in. Somebody came in. It was like, hey. Uh, if nobody touches your sides, don't take don't take yeah, offense. don't take it personally. Uh, we don't have those usually, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But like, it had blown my mind uh, from the <laughs> aspect that you know, you guys, I've seen uh, like what you're making all the time. So you know, for a lot of people that don't know what uh, where Nom Syndicate came from, um, I've been I've had a long history of having groups online and stuff about food, and we basically just talk about food. Like it reminds me of the old days of the internet when mm-hmm. it was about like you know making fun of people and having like diehard opinions about shit that doesn't really matter. Yeah. Like I'm not trying to talk about abortion. I'm not trying to talk about religion. I'm not yeah. trying to talk about politics, but like if we're going to fight to the death, it's going to be about like how you like your grilled cheese. Yeah, you, you like know that what I mean? crunchy peanut butter or that cream. Yeah. It's, we're going to be fighting. <laughs> like that's the old school internet to me. And so like, that's kind of where it evolved from. And then eventually, you know, Quincy and I were talking about starting a podcast and we couldn't, we were trying to figure out a topic that would never run out of topics. Mm-hmm. And we're like, man, Let's just, let's just do one on food. Yeah, man. But like, yeah, so that that whole, uh, I've seen a lot of the stuff that you guys have been cooking is what, I, what I'm trying to get to. And because um, the, the whole, the group, if you haven't, if you haven't been a part of it, it's a private group. But if you go and join a Nom Syndicate, the group, get a friend request in. Um, yeah, you can get in there. We're all show, sharing food pictures. Yeah, everybody and, got their own thing. Yeah, we're all ripping Some, on each somebody other. Somebody had a pickled peanut butter and jelly the other day. Yeah, man. Whatever. Yeah. I'll try it. I get at it. Sounds okay. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, but what was surprising to me was that you have all this like barbecue stuff going on. And I brought like a traditional coleslaw. Yeah. And like, like you would have thought that was, the no most, coleslaw. Yeah, that was the most alien shit <laughs> yeah. that ever showed up. And I was like, dude, this is like... This is like the accompaniment. Yeah, man, we don't, especially me, when they come to my house, they know I never cook sides. Oh, yeah, you were telling Other me that. I'll cut, I'll cut up some fruit. Yeah. I yeah. never cook sides. They like, well, what are we eating, Quincy? You eating chicken and fruit or ribs yeah. and fruit? Yeah. Ribs and fruit. Like, unless they bring sides, I don't fuck with sides. Well, you're fucking, you're dedicating, what, eight hours man, to something cook. like that on, yeah, on I only, some? I only cook on, the, I only cook meat. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> but I, I get it. But like, uh, you know, it's it's, you know. Do you ever watch those uh, barbecue competitions like on on Netflix? And yeah, shit? yeah. Where you remind me of the guy. There was a guy on uh, one of those episodes of one of those shows. I can't remember what it was called, but they basically start running these people through these barbecue contests. And uh, so when they'd have to make an offering, it'd be like, "Hey, today you're making." They'd give them some sort of protein. It'd be like a pork shoulder or whatever. And then they're yeah. like, "And then you also have to produce like two sides." And yeah. the one guy's like. <laughs> I'm not the side guy. Mm-mm. They're like, my partner is the one that does all the sides. I literally just do the meat. So he was always struggling yeah. on sides. But his meat game was always on point. Yeah. And I was like, I get that. Um, but for me, it's like it's about filling that stuff out a little bit. Like it's about mm-hmm. balance. And the one thing I love about coleslaw, which your family ended up, it, they were like, Damn. They was destroying it all. Dude, when I was Especially that-, that bread joint. Oh, yeah. the the Oh, them cycles were like, he need to bring that. Yeah, that hot honey yeah. jalapeno they gave spoon you, bread. They gave you approval up in there. Hey, Frank can come anytime. Yeah, I was, I was ready. <laughs> got the approval. Got that, that whole meme of it. He get a, he get a plate yeah. to the barbecue. That was you. They gave you a plate to the barbecue. I left. I started leaving. And when, right when I was leaving the door, because uh, we were getting ready to bounce, uh, oh, uh, somebody was like, is that the guy that brought the coleslaw? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just started laughing. But like to me, it's like, so you guys do ribs a lot. Do you guys mm-hmm. do much pork shoulder? Uh, not pork shoulder, but they do like, I mean, they cook pork chops or pork okay. steaks and stuff like that. We cook it all. I just cook a lot of ribs because I like cooking ribs. Right. You and know it's what a I mean? good time yeah, frame. Yeah. Like my brother-in-law, they usually 
they usually bring chicken and my sister seasons it up right. or, or me or whatever. But we usually it's usually like chicken and ribs for the most part. Every once in a while we throw combo. some pork uh, steaks on there or something like that. But it's like what can feed the most people. Yeah, you know what I mean. But mm-hmm. I like you. You I know you do a lot of pork shoulders or, yep. or you do a lot of smoking, so you can like do just pork, everything, pork man. And stuff. I'm all over the place. Like I, I I like messing with different types of proteins. So but like with pork shoulders, it's like. To me, you can't have a pork shoulder without coleslaw. Yeah. Because, like, you're going to make one of those sandwiches, dude. you yeah, got to yeah. have that vinegary crunch, like mm-hmm. that mustard, like some something to cut. Yeah. And that's, like, a really nice thing to do. I usually do, like, a. I think the one I brought over to your guys' place was a chipotle coleslaw. Mm-hmm. So it's got a little bit of heat. Yeah. A little bit of cool. Because they was eating it, and they was like, what is it? That's another thing. Black people don't fuck with spice. You would think so, because they eat hot sauce. We yeah. eat hot sauce. We eat hot sauce on fish and stuff, but it's, like, something that... The spice it's is a on the different side. spice. Yeah, it's something that's a, that's in it. That it's like it's it's a weird thing. Oh, I was creeping on I some made people ribs. too. When I made them ribs yesterday, yeah, they was like, "Dang, this kind of spicy." <laughs> but I, I had, I think I had like a little cayenne in it. Yeah, they was like they good, but these are a little spicy. Just a little bit of heat like, to oh, them. My bad. <laughs> like whatever, man. Yeah. Oh, dude, I was creeping on them with that spoon bread. I brought that spoon bread in, yeah. and dude, that was loaded. Yeah, with some heat. Oh yeah, it was it was hot. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was good. Yeah, though. people were people were creeping on it, but they kept eating it. But they yeah. were just like. Like, yeah, packs a punch, and every single thing I brought packed a punch. Mm-hmm. Everything had some heat in it a little bit. Oh yeah, jalapenos are my jam. It worked man. out, man. Everybody was drunk and eating, you yeah. know, or got drunk after. At least everybody. Was, my wife showed was a up. Damn party. First afterwards. thing that happened is Quincy poured like a three finger pour of Hennessy from my from my wife. <laughs> And she was like, damn. Yeah. I was like, that's yeah. what's happening. I like, I didn't mean to pour that. Well, I found out you like Henny. I was like, I'm usually the only one well, that's we, drinking Henny. In we were house. having a good time. Oh, and everybody yeah. was having a good time oh, after yeah. that. Then your mom comes through and she's like, I see that three finger pour. Where's the Hennessy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, all right. Then we pulled out the, the 64 out there. Boy, he's getting Ooh. it in. Yeah, that's man. how you know it's a part of the 64. The Blitz. <laughs> Dude, I, I learned that day that I'm terrible at Blitz. Yeah. I got spanked. <laughs> It was so bad. Well, I mean, I was thrown in the lion's den. I didn't realize how much everybody would be playing oh, that yeah, game. Oh, yeah, we get jiggy on that 64, oh, man, that NFL blitz. I got hustled. It was bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, I sat down, and then I instantly got destroyed. Yeah. I stood no chance. Mm-hmm. I scored once, and I was like, yeah. that's all that's going to happen. See, I think with these, with these barbecues, that's another thing, too, like, is – this could be a whole episode, but, like, how, how to figure out if you had a good barbecue – like it's either the food's good, you could be at a regular, like just a oh, that's okay, or it's bad, or it's real good. Right. You know what I mean? The food can be good at a barbecue, but the the people is like, okay, this ain't fun. This is some good food, but I'm not enjoying myself here. Right. You know right. what I mean? It's like a good barbecue. You gotta have that have it all. You gotta have some good conversation and some good food. Man, man I've been to plenty of places where they have really high end food and it's like really square and stiff. Like everybody's got to stick up their ass and yeah. just kind of like everybody's trying to look so cool that they can't have a good time. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and like everybody's talking about really pretentious yeah. stuff. You ain't got but, people falling asleep on, on on the floor next to toys and stuff. But you know I tell I mean? I'll tell you what, that was funny though. I'll tell you what though, it's like it. I feel like those places are the ones where you do, that's most predominant in the places where you're not involved in the food making itself yeah, yeah. you know like uh you know th- there's like a mentality i think that goes through through that like when you're being presented with food then when when you're involved in the process of making mm-hmm. the food there's like different different appreciation that goes on there and there's di- just a different connection yeah and when you just show up and you're you're dressed all fancy man you're not gonna have a great time because you're you're dressed mm. all you're dressed not to have fun yeah you're wearing like a suit you can't get anything on. Yeah, you can't eat anything fun. Yeah, you, you, you ain't you, your pants is too tight. You can't even right, get you, you can't wear right. sweats. Yeah, nobody's trying to do this. <laughs> like you should be relaxed. This is this is a time to have fun and like open up and be vulnerable. But some people don't want to be vulnerable. They want to put on that front. Like this isn't a business meeting. Yeah, you know what I mean. We're not yeah, yeah. we're not here to. You're not selling me anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're just here to have a good time and eat and do the one thing that we all do. Like yeah. I mean, shoot, like. Oh, I can't remember the exact quote. I was watching some show a while back, but like the the gist and the very poor job of paraphrasing was that like uh, they were like you could tell that there might be a higher power at some point because in the design of being alive, um, there's a there's a thing that we all have to do. We all have to eat. Yeah. We all have to eat food. We have to mm-hmm. consume calories to stay alive. Right. Keeps and, people together. But. The fact that that was made to be a pleasurable and enjoyable experience because mm-hmm. it didn't have to be. Nah. You could have ate food nah, and it could have like putting gas in the car. Yeah, it could have just sucked. Mm-hmm. You just you have to do it. But the fact that it makes you feel good and like you know makes make can make you happy, 
Um, that's that's kind of like a really cool design inherently. Yeah. So I mean, like food's the one thing that everybody's got to do in the one way or another. Mm-hmm. So like it's directly connected to a lot of memories. Yeah, you smell something, you think about it. You can, you can think you. about something right now, and you can kind of taste it, and you like. Oh, what the dude, heck? I think like that. <laughs> I don't know about most of you guys, but mo- the, the, uh, the when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I think about is what I'm going to eat that mm-hmm. day. Like it drives Lauren nuts. Like I'll roll over in bed when we're waking up, the alarms are going off. You know, yeah. she's not even awake yet. I wake up like super fast, and yeah. I'm like ready to go. <laughs> like I start at 100 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. It goes downhill from there, but I start at 100 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, She's got to be like coerced into the day. My mm-hmm. wife is like, she has to be like, you got to have the smell of coffee. You got to yeah, bring yeah. that in there. You got. She's gonna have her routine. <laughs> I'm just ready to go, so it drives her nuts. I'll roll over. And I'm like, what do you want to eat for dinner? Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't know. I haven't even thought about like anything yeah. yet. And I'm just like, <laughs> you sure? Yeah. I'm thinking about this all day. I'll be checking in. Mm-hmm. So it's like, got any ideas yet? Because I got an idea. Yeah, I'm, I'm already <laughs> thinking about at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yesterday, I was like. I, uh, we started out. I was like, "You want to do tacos for lunch?" Yeah, and then Thai food for dinner. Oh yeah. She was like, "Yes." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, cool." Now we're on the same page. <laughs> but like, I love, I love, man. Food is just my thing. I love, I love making it. I love doing all sorts of stuff. And I'm horrible at cooking for one person. Yeah, which is ridiculous. I don't think it's possible, really. Oh, it's cooked too much. Right. So like, I'll be freezing stuff. Like I'll be like, I'll cook a pork shoulder and then like portion that dude out in bags. Cause you get like the cool thing about pulled pork is like you can you can freeze it and bring it back pretty mm-hmm. pretty well. You can use it for ramen. You can use it for all sorts of stuff. Um, but yeah, the the, the thing I think is interesting about you guys doing ribs a lot is like that's a good time frame because like ribs for me is usually like a four hour endeavor. Yeah, most people I think is about three to four hours, maybe mm-hmm. five if you're really like going slow. Yeah, yeah. But you know if you're at a two seventy five situation and mm-hmm. you're you're really just kind of over them coals. Yeah. Kinda. Mm-hmm. you're doing the indirect rest and just kind of letting them do their thing and then sometimes i'll do the wrap and put them on the back of the smoker for a little bit longer but man i love state like that's an art in itself yeah. like when we when i got into you know i didn't have a family that did a lot of grilling so like mm-hmm. to tie it back to like where this transition's going you guys are gonna have to get used to our tangents this is the cool thing about a food podcast is it <laughs> yeah. ties into everything yeah, so you can kind of you can kind of go off but I can turn it into a robbery if I. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to go to the. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, to tie it back into like uh, you know the evolution from like going from the kitchen to the outside. Like I obviously started in the kitchen, and then but we didn't have a whole lot of grilling growing up. I mean, like you know, my family did like burgers and hot dogs like on occasion, and those burgers were definitely well too done, like mm-hmm. way too done. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean, like. These are some gray hockey pucks. Yeah, they are, yeah. they are not tasty. <laughs> you have to take a sip every time you take a bite. Right, right. They're not they're not great. Like you got to load it up with tomatoes and pickles and shit just yeah. so you can hydrate it. Like it is not a good situation. Mm-hmm. And that's like most cookouts that you go to, like that I went to. Yeah. Um people weren't throwing it down. You never went and somebody had ribs. If you had ribs, somebody bought them somewhere and brought mm-hmm. them or like you wanted to like um go get like like pulled pork somebody would have bought it from a grocery store in a tub yeah, yeah. and brought it in it's really generic and so that kind of stuff was always happening so i'd get really bored and i think you know the cool thing is is like with a kitchen you're only bored if you're boring mm-hmm. like if you, you could do whatever you want like the cool thing is especially like we live in the midwest and like we're not in a big giant city you know we have cool stuff here but we don't have like you know, there's not endless restaurants and there's yeah. not endless markets and things, but we're close enough. Like we can mm-hmm. go to Indianapolis, we can go up to, you know, Chicago and stuff and grab stuff and that's cool. But like for the most part, you know, if you want to eat cool and adventurous stuff, you got to do it yourself. Yeah. And here we don't really have a legit barbecue culture. Mm-mm. And I really was like, you know, I kind of went about that in a different way. Like since I didn't have anybody to show me that, that's why I wanted to do it. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, man... There's got to be more to, you know, you know, hats off to, you know, Food Network and the places that were specialty networks, like doing stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. I started getting into cooking books and started figuring out all this different stuff. And my wife likes to say that I don't have hobbies. I just have like obsessions. Yeah. So I started getting into that (laughs) stuff. I started getting into like, I started getting into grilling and barbecuing like pretty early on. And uh, started reading all the books and kind of learning methods and trial and error and doing all this different stuff. So we kind of didn't have that. So I just kind of came, I like came up out of nowhere, mm-hmm. like in my family. So like then all of a sudden, like we'd have people that be like, okay, I ended up just having dinner parties where I'd just like cook and have all my friends would just always come over. So yeah. I didn't have the family element built in. Yeah. So I built a family out of it. Mm-hmm. So I started cooking and like 
people would just want to come over and help and yeah. just random shit. Like we would just show up and we'd be like, what are we going to make today? Be like, I don't know. You want to go to the grocery store and see what just inspires yeah. us? See what pops up. See if something looks weird. Like mm-hmm. I've never made that before. You guys want to fuck around? <laughs> and then we go get it and we would, we'll throw it down. And we would just kind of have people show up and we'd, we'd do fun stuff like that. And it was kind of like an open door invitation. Like yeah. If you knew you could come over, there's probably food getting made. Mm-hmm. And uh, then that turned into grilling and then like, you know, moving into, you know, messing with different charcoal techniques and then eventually i started getting into smoking meat smoking foods a lot and then i built my own like competition smoker and all sorts of like it it just kind of went off the deep end real quick Mm -hmm. like i was trying to figure out like all this different stuff i started designing like i went from like starting to smoke food to designing my own smoker out of nowhere like you you was one of them people like with cooking you probably got a wall in your room with with the red strings attached to it like you're obsessing over it like no that's 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 kind of not wrong (laughs) i was like okay well this is cool and the whole time i'm doing it every time i do something i'm like how could i do this better yeah how could this be cooler Mm -hmm. and so i started figuring it out and i was like okay i started looking into like reverse flow smokers and i was like okay I bet I could design this better. And so I, I designed this whole thing and I, I have a old blog about it. I'll, I can link into the notes to show like what I did, but yeah, man, it was just really cool. Like we ended up having to, uh, so for the smoker I built, it was really hilarious. Uh, it, I built it out of cinder blocks and a couple of different things like that mm-hmm. just cause I didn't have a ton of money. Like a good, it worked. A, a good competition smoker is going to run you like, multiple thousands of dollars yeah. like some of them are up to like 10 g's mm-hmm. and they're like that quarter inch steel like really badass i didn't have yeah. that kind of money so i was like i bet i could build this Mm-mm. so i build it out of a i had to move a whole pallet of cinder blocks <laughs> do you know how many cinder blocks that's like 90 something cinder yeah. blocks. we put this thing on the back of a i had to get my uncle to give me a hand popping willies in that truck oh dude <laughs> if we would have hit a bump that axle would have split this thing was like you know how like they lower like when they lower the forklift onto the truck and yeah, it goes yeah. down then it kind of bounces back up there yeah. was no bounce up it like that thing went <laughs> down and i was like dude it's gonna break this truck yeah we drove like 10 miles an hour the whole way to the house mm-hmm. we got it in there and then the problem was is the fence didn't open big enough that i could take the uh, truck like you had to do the, do the single Ooh. let me get two center blocks per per no i didn't do it that bad i didn't do the whole country carry thing out there it would have sucked I did. I could fit five in a wheelbarrow and then take it out there, mm. and I did that a bunch, and that just sucked. But <laughs> took the bricks, off, uh, the center blocks off your car, just like <laughs> yeah. just coughing. No, the whole time I was thinking about it, man. I don't know if you. Uh, so like, I remember being in like school when I was younger, and they they would play these like. I mean, this stuff young people can't you know relate to because they don't really have like television the way that we had television. Mm. Like you watch TV. I mean, they do, but most people are streaming now anyway. Yeah. So. There's that. You remember that super long Jackson Five documentary <laughs> yeah. that they play on TV yeah. sometimes? Like, it's like oh, VH1. Yeah, dude, it's like four hours long. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, it was like super late at night. I remember like I had to go to school in the morning. And I picked that thing up at about like ten. Mm-hmm. I was up to like one in the morning watching yeah. that damn thing. <laughs> anyway, there's this thing that he does to the family, like where he was just like, "All right, I'm gonna keep you off the streets." Mm-hmm. Uh, you see that pile of cinder blocks? I want you to move it to that side of the yard. Yeah. So they do it, and the next day is like, I want you to move it back. I was like, damn it. I was thinking that the whole time yeah. I was moving all these things. I was like, that would have sucked yeah. so bad. Now you're about to become a, you probably can sing good now. I was thinking about it. <laughs> probably the, dance a little bit yeah, better. you could probably dance better now. You never never tried. You know. I, you know. <laughs> after, a, you, after you got done making that making that smoker you should have just started dancing see what I know. happened i was good to go i didn't i really messed up i took a, a bad path yeah. <laughs> but yeah man uh it was just weird so like i got into i got into barbecue like kind of just because of the absence of it in our area mm-hmm. and then yeah there wasn't really anybody then you just kind of find other people that are into it yeah and that was cool but yeah just the the absence of cooking is what ultimately became like why I thought it was cool. I was like, we have this badass room in the house. Yeah. You like can make fire, you got ovens, you got all this weird shit. Why aren't mm-hmm. we using this? And then And part of it is impressing yourself too. Oh, I feel yeah. like I gotta impress myself before I can impress other people. Yeah. You know I what I mean? That. Like if I if I don't really care for work, I'm like, I it, it's good <laughs> for different personality types too, because I mean like it's therapeutic for me, kind of. Because yeah. some people, man, the kitchen stresses them out. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, some people get done with work and or whatever they're doing, school, class, you know, whatever. Whatever you got going on. Um, and at the end of the day, you're thinking, man, I have to go cook some shit. Like, yeah. it, it, it's a task. Yeah. It's like it's like doing the dishes or doing something else. <laughs> yeah. But for me, I'm like, 
You know, that it, it's not just like taking care of a basic need mm-hmm. like eating, but it's also, uh, you know, uh, it's like a therapy. Yeah. It's like, hey, this is going to be not just like something I need to do because I have to eat, mm-hmm. but it's also going to be my entertainment for the evening. Yeah. I'm going to mess with this stuff and listen to a podcast at the same time, mm-hmm. or maybe I don't. Maybe I'm just in there just doing yeah. whatever. Yeah, I like that. Going home cooking something, chilling with my wife in the kitchen while yep. the kids is running around breaking stuff. That's my deal. Well, it's better than just that. sitting in the in the <laughs> living room because if you're yeah. sitting in the living room watching TV, somebody's going to space out and they're just watching TV. <laughs> but if you're in the kitchen, you're getting some shit done at oh, the yeah. same time. Yep. And it's going to be healthier more often than not than anything else that I'm going to be doing. Mm-hmm. So, at least I'm on my feet. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm doing some stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's I tight. might be drinking, but I'm on my feet right, for right, now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I love, man, I love being in the kitchen. Kitchen's probably the most used uh, room in the house. And the thing that's weird is the, the house I'm in now, that kitchen's tiny. Yeah. The next the next one I, I work on. ours. We got about the same size kitchen, yeah. to be honest. I think we, it's pretty close, honestly. No, yours got more room. It's, it's, small, it's got I a dining room saying. in it, yeah, though. Yeah, that's the That's thing. the only thing. But that's, yeah, we like, got that little, that little tuck-off room on right. the side. You know but if I mean? you just judge the kitchen from like where the refrigerator is over, yeah. we're almost yeah. the same size. Mm. Maybe ours is just a little wider. Yeah. But you see, when we have things like everybody stays in the kitchen, yeah. for, or at least the dudes, we all stay in there and just be talking or that's the same thing or here. Making fun of each other. Yeah, no, this is that's the exact same thing here. And everybody takes up the perimeter, so yeah. you can't really get to anything. Yeah. Like you can walk down the middle of everybody, but you mm-hmm. can't get to any counters. Yeah, it's it's. We do not have that dine-in kitchen. That's why when I see those real bougie kitchens yeah. and nobody uses I'm like, them, I'm like, how aren't y'all enjoying that? Thing? Yeah, like why do you have any why other you rooms got that in your big house? Ass island, and you ain't even chilling right. in front of it, talking and cooking. Yep. Damn yep. man. Yep. I want my kitchen and my living room <laughs> yeah. to be combined. I want grease. I want to clean grease off some. Yeah, I need. There needs to be a patina on yeah. the entire kitchen. Yeah, I need to know that I've been cooking in this joint. Yeah, man. there's a preserve. It's they like got it's them pots hanging off the top, and none of them been used. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just yeah. there for scary movies. Like y'all about to be get haunted now because man, y'all got these pots hanging up. Real here. talk though, you can you can tell the person that doesn't really cook but wants to look like they cook real quick by like how many decorative. Like how much shits in a decorative jar on their yeah. their counter? You know what yeah. I'm talking about? All the flowers in a perfect little thing. Mm-hmm. All the like, uh, all the cooking things. Like all the utensils are like in a certain way. Like you know when somebody doesn't yeah. use that everything's shit. in order. Yeah, that's the problem. It's like this shit don't be in order. Yeah, you didn't <laughs> do that. Really cooking. Yeah, you didn't do that. I that's... mean, they're in order for you because you know where your stuff is when you cook them. But everything ain't looking purdy up there. You nah. know what I'm saying? Like, it, it just don't. It and don't. you could look at the blades, and you're looking at the knives. You're like, these, you haven't cut anything <laughs> yeah, with this. Yeah, this joint is super sharp. <laughs> yeah, super sharp. <laughs> ain't no shiny. There's no yet. scratches. Like, you haven't used this you know, once. I'll be getting them, them, <laughs> them flea market knives. So I'll be like, they all old steel, so they get rusty if, yep. if I don't like, if if I wash them and don't put them up. Yeah, right, if you don't dry they them They start right. to rust. Yep. Like, hey, y'all, y'all ain't really cooking out here. Yeah, you, you gotta you gotta put the you gotta put the kitchen to use. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's 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 wild that that is like the common situation mm-hmm. for most kitchens, at least that I've seen. I've seen a lot of a lot of kitchens over the years, but I've seen uh, some kitchens that have not been used. Yeah, it's a bummer. But our passion for for that cooking brought us to this beautiful podcast. Now we could talk about it. I know, because food's universal, man. Yeah. I'm I am a big fan of uh, all things food. Always have been, always will be. Mm-hmm. Um, that was actually the biggest, the scariest part of like this whole like COVID thing. Yeah, they were like, man, you might not, you might not be able to taste anything for a month. I was yeah. like, I don't know if I am actually prepared but for the I, the psychological ramifications yeah. of not being. I able don't to cry, taste anything. but I'd probably cry. <laughs> I would too, man. Like that's a that's a that's yeah. a terrible situation to be in mm-hmm. because what are you gonna do? Like uh to not be able to taste anything? Yeah. I was paranoid about it all the time. If like, I ever have I'm like, about to this is my diet. Yeah. Anytime <laughs> I, I know everybody's had this situation, so I know this is relatable, but like you get like an allergy or anything like that, you're like sneezing or something, or you're like you got a little tickle in your throat or something. Yeah, all yeah. of a sudden, I'm like running around the house trying to taste things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> please, like, now it's like, please don't be COVID. <laughs> yeah, I don't need. I don't have time for this. Yeah, please like, be my allergies. <laughs> yeah, I'm like going over and like tasting peanut yeah. butter and stuff. Make sure it doesn't taste like metal. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> like I'm this, smelling if candles. This tastes like nickels, then I'm done. Yeah, then, I give up. <laughs> I don't have time for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm always looking at stuff now. Like I'm like, okay. 
Does coffee still taste like coffee? Mm, yeah, onions taste like cucumbers. <laughs> Man, no joke though. Some people have had like it's some sort of like uh like oh man i'm gonna botch this uh just a just a forewarning uh neither one of us are medical experts do not take any medical uh, advice from us ever (laughs) but uh there was something going on i was reading an article uh where they were talking about like the long haul aspects like some people like switched how they perceive flavors Mm -hmm. so like some people like sweet then became sour and sour became sweet i mean this is like some rare stuff so i mean like this isn't like you get COVID, all of a sudden it's going to like switch all your like. <laughs> I just imagine it's like your brain's like a big switchboard like they used yeah. to have for like the old old uh, telephone where like the, mm-hmm. they're like pulling somebody the plugs out. Somebody switched pull- a wire. Yeah, somebody, somebody got the, the things operator. confused. <laughs> it's like there's a glitch in the matrix. All yeah. of a sudden like lemons taste like uh, oranges. You know, there's yeah. something's going on. That's weird. Yeah. I was, I was like, man. I don't want that. I don't want that at all. <laughs> I'm trying to stay away from all that yeah. stuff, man. I'm not, uh, you know. That's like the biggest, uh, the biggest uh, driver for me to stay protected is like I still want to taste yeah, food. Yeah, man, I gotta eat right. Yeah, I don't got I don't got a month like, to just I like, like be making stuff up. I want it to taste taste tasty mm-hmm. and what it's intended to taste like. But you know, you never know. It might happen at some point. Yeah, and all you can hope for is maybe you're that uh, you're that uh, rare case where you don't have any symptoms. I guess. <laughs> yeah. But maybe it'll make me taste better things. Maybe, maybe things that taste even more. You're come out better than you went into it? Yeah, I'm like, I can taste all the flavors now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tasting the rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> this is so good. Oh, my God. What if it makes uh, makes whiskey taste like, uh, like gasoline? Oh, okay, that'd be whack. See, that's yeah, about, I'd be sad. Yeah, you're rolling that dice. You're <laughs> yeah, not winning, man. Yeah, no. The, the yeah. house is stacked against yeah, you. Yeah, I couldn't do that. Yeah, it's not coming. It's not coming at you with yeah, the, if it with good up my Hennessy. Oh boy, I'd be like, why? Hennessy tastes like paint thinner. Yeah, you're why, like, man? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be that'd be rough. Yeah. Oh man. Well, anyway, I'm sure we're gonna talk more about our history uh, with getting into the kitchen as we go. But for now, I think we're gonna we're gonna call it uh, quits for the day. Um, so you know, so that's a wrap for today. Uh, thanks to everyone for tuning in and listening to our bullshit. And until next time, cheers and uh, keep on eating. Peace. Peace.